It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Gary Ross. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Welcome to Tuesday morning. Uh, guys, I was coming to work today and noticed the street was a little wet. Did we get some rain? <laughs> a smidge. Just a, just a little. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to tell you. First of all, good morning, Ward. How are you, sir? Outstanding. Garrett, you? I'm good. Garrett, uh, you and I live in the same, uh, re- relatively close to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one time where I literally couldn't see the, the back fence from from the living room. It was raining so hard. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just like a, a pure wall of darkness, and that that was it. And then it was it was extremely loud, um, but it moved relatively quickly. So that was a plus. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those storms were moving 40, 50, 60 miles an hour. Yeah, I mean, crazy, just crazy. And <laughs> uh, my daughter, my daughter said, uh, "It's getting dark," and I said, "Yeah, that's typically what happens around nighttime. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's dark." She didn't like. She did not like the storm situation and the darkness as a combo. I could see that. Uh, you know, my daughter was kind of freaking out as well. Uh, my son's the one he because he didn't want to sit still and he didn't understand what was going yeah. on, so I was trying to get him hunkered down, but. Yeah, my wife gathered the kids and was in the hall, and I'm outside looking like, is it coming? What's going on? So, yeah, you know. One of those deals. Warren, you were saying that Amarillo had kind of an interesting day. <laughs> Started out with uh, thunderstorms and tornadoes up in Amarillo. Then it then it turned, and and it started snowing in what? Amarillo. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Had a blizzard. That's insane. That is craziness. You start with rain, then you go to thunderstorms, then you go to a tornado, then, oh, you know, let's just throw in some yeah, snow. Let's have a blizzard now. Yeah. All the seasons in one day. How about that? Wow. <laughs> How about that? That's crazy. <laughs> that is. You know, I here's and, and I we, we 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 talked about this off the air all in all seriousness. Uh we were the rain, particularly the heavy rain, that had to help with those crazy fires in North Texas. Yeah, you'd hope so. I hope it did. Uh, I, I know the burn ban is still in, in effect. Didn't get enough to lift the burn ban, but hopefully it put out all the fires that were uh, all over that, that area of the cross timbers. You know, Mother Nature bad. Mother yeah. Nature before, they couldn't catch those fires because the wind was blowing on so fast. You know, firefighters were doing everything they could to catch up to them. Maybe Mother Nature gave them a little break yesterday. Hopefully. Sure hope so, because that's that's bad over there, and a lot of homes lost, and cattle, and, cattle, and yeah. vehicles, and everything else. You know, my goodness, only in Texas can you put out forest fires with tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's wild. I mean, I mean, and they literally were wildfires. Yeah. Uh, they were burning across the uh, highways, and I mean, oh. if you saw any of that video, it's it like wow, it was, it was. And again, I mean, you know, the wind. It was so. It's so. It's been so dry, and then with the wind. Uh, they were chasing those fires like crazy, just trying, you know, and they just, you know, the wind was just a- acting as fuel for those mm-hmm. fires. And, and so, anyway, all right, uh, we got a, a lot to get to today. 
and uh, we we will do it uh, here this morning. Uh, just all kinds of stuff going on. It, it is official. Jerome Tang is going to be headed over to uh, to Kansas State, and we were talking about it. Ward, he's not going to directional U, or, or you know, it's it's not a you know, it's not that entry level coaching job. I mean, he's he's stepping into a Big 12 situation, so uh, good for him. And, and we'll talk about it and what it means to 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 him and his family, but we'll also talk about what it means for Scott Drew and, and for the Bears. By the way, Scott Drew is going gonna, is gonna to hold a press conference, uh, meet with the media. Uh, I think he's going to do it by Zoom uh, later this morning, and I'm sure John will have some of that for you, uh, Matt Mosley as well, and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll try to have some for you. Tomorrow, just get his thoughts on uh, on the situation. And you know, Scott Drew, he is. I, I, I guess he's got mixed emotions. I would think, uh, wouldn't you guys? I mean, that you're, you're losing your your guy that's not only been your associate head coach, but he's been your friend for twenty years, uh, and that you saw every day. I mean, you know, you worked with him and you saw him every day, and now uh, he's going to be on the 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 other side. I think this is probably going to be the most difficult departure for him. You know, he's had a, a lot of guys go on and move on and take jobs before, but Jerome Tang has been their right, you know, his right hand man. You know, for this whole time, uh, it, it's going to be an adjustment period. You also got to consider, you know, are there any other coaches on the staff who are going to leave with him? Uh, you got to think that he's going to have his own guys in mind as well. Uh, but I'm just really happy for the opportunity. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see the challenges that he can overcome there. Mm-hmm. But th- this he's not walking into a bad situation. You know, you've had Frank Martin. You've had Bruce Weber. They they have a culture up there. So I think it's a perfect fit for him to go in. And when you have a guy like Nigel Pack that you can work with, you know, it's just a matter of what can you bring in on the recruiting trail and how do you attack it in the transfer portal this offseason. It, it's also a state that kind of likes basketball. Yeah, they, they, they lean toward basketball just a little. <laughs> so uh, – you know, and again, what, what is the hotbed for recruiting? Where do they turn? Where do they go? I mean, is it that greater Kansas City area? Is that kind of the 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 base for where you go, where you start, and then branch out from there? I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Now we know he can recruit. <laughs> yeah, he can recruit. So it it'll be interesting to see how that all how that all goes. So we'll talk about that today. Uh, Shehan Jayaraja from CBS Sports is going to join us. We're going to talk about basketball, college football. Uh, yeah, college football's back in the news with spring football beginning today at Baylor, and we'll get Shahan's thoughts on that. Uh, let's see what Nick Nick Olson is going to join us. Talk some Iowa State basketball. Did anybody see Iowa State in the Sweet Sixteen? Go ahead and raise your hand. Nobody. That's what I no. agree. I, yeah, but here they are. Here they are. We got three Big Twelve teams in the Sweet Sixteen, and in, in Iowa State, Tech, and Kansas. So we'll we'll talk about that. Also, uh, got a, some cowboy nuggets that we'll get to today. And in Ward, we were talking about it uh, this morning a little bit. The movement of starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. Have you ever seen anything like it, where starters are leaving or being traded, or you know, th- there's just a ton of movement when it comes to the quarterback position, particularly starting quarterbacks in the NFL. It's been a while since we've seen this many moves at that position. Uh, and I, and I can't remember in recent history that that it's done this in the NFL. Um you're right. There's there's a lot of guys that that have, you know, had a couple of them have had to 
make the move, you know, the franchise has decided, hey, this is the better for our franchise because of we're just not willing to deal with this and we need to burn this thing down, um, i.e. Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and some of them are because of aging quarterbacks. They just feel like that, you know, we've got to get younger at that position and we got to get cheaper at that position. And so, you know, you, you see a guy like Matt Ryan being traded to the Colts. And, you know, when I think part of the thing that we're seeing is there's so much movement because of so many vacancies being created at the quarterback position. You know, Indianapolis needed a quarterback and they don't want to, completely rebuild, and so they go get a guy like Matt Ryan that may have a little bit of tread left on his tires. And is he a guy that bridges them to next year's draft? Yeah, and that's another great point. I mean, this year's draft is very thin. thin. Very thin at quarterback, and so, you know, they're in a position where they've got to find stop gaps. They've got to go find fill-in guys to say, okay, let's see what happens in this next draft, and, and can this at least hold us for a season, maybe two seasons? before we can get to our next franchise guy. Interesting. I mean, we I was just I was looking at all of the quarterback movement this morning uh and I was just like, wow. You know, when you see it all put kind of put together, you're like, wow, that that is, you know, because these pieces have happened you know th- over the last several days and you go, okay, well there's a piece, there's a piece. And then you start stacking all those pieces together and you're like, hang on a second. This is not normal. I mean, this is particularly when your quarterback is typically your franchise piece. You build around that position, that guy. Well, you know, tell me why Seattle traded their quarterback to Denver. You know, that doesn't happen, but it did this year. I mean, yeah, it doesn't benefit them one bit. You know, you lost, not only do you lose wilson but you lost you know the quarterback of your defense of bobby wagner as well if you're seattle so i i think that when you look at franchises like seattle maybe indianapolis atlanta are, are you blowing it up and just completely starting over that's kind of what it seems yeah so we'll get into that uh we'll get into that uh, a little later on in the program i i think we'll, we'll do that around eight fifteen or so this morning so we got a lot to get to and then we'll also look at our our our, our, our uh ncaa women's brackets today after uh, the uh, conclusion of the first two rounds, a couple of more surprises on the women's side. Uh, and, and we'll talk about that coming up a little later on to the program. So we got a lot of stuff to do. Tell you what let's do right now. Let's give away a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. If you like a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R, I was there yesterday. And, of course, we, first thing we do is start diving into sports. I said, can I order, please? And and, and then we talked. But no, we, we did. We got into sports conversation. It's a great <laughs> – I'm telling you, man, it's like going to the barbershop. It is great <laughs> conversation. Uh, double R cheeseburger baskets. I got two cheeseburger baskets for caller number four. We'll make it caller four today. Uh, and uh, you do need to go to the phone and not the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Go to the telephone, the actual phone, at 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Caller four, we're going to hook you up with a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R, old-fashioned hamburgers. Right now, let's hook you up with the latest weather information from Fox 44. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Skies will be clearing this afternoon with winds still pretty gusty out of the northwest around 20 to 25 miles per hour. Highs will climb to around 64 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear with lows falling into the lower 40s. Wednesday, full sunshine returns with a high of 67. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time, we're joined now by Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. You will make more money as a Division One team of access to the NCAA tournament, and that comes with its own payout. You will get all of your games televised, usually on something like ESPN Plus or, or something like that. So there is money involved, but it's not game-changing money. You do kind of have to put the work in uh, and the finances in to be able to do that. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com the best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only $8.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
7-16. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We're in the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios. Alan Samuels, the presenting sponsor of game time. And we're glad you're with us this morning as uh, we talk sports. And again, uh, we mentioned it at the uh, the top of the program. Uh, longtime assistant coach and uh, associate head coach Jerome Tang is is taking the position as the head coach of the Kansas State Wildcats. And and you know what? Good for for Coach Tang. He's he's done a tremendous job here. He's earned that opportunity. He's earned the respect of college uh, basketball across you know across the country. And uh, he's gotten the opportunity. And uh, he's going to uh, he's going to do uh, be the head coach. And apparently, it is a a deal worth about. Uh, well, I mean, it's. Uh, he signed for two point one million, and then it will escalate from there. But uh, uh, good for Coach Tang, and and now for him, it's it's time to get busy hiring coaches and uh, and getting on the recruiting trail and and being a part of uh, the Kansas State situation. Now, Kansas State basketball released a uh, I, I wouldn't call it a what would you call it almost like a like an introduction like video. an introduction a video here. almost almost like a, a sales piece to to let you know what what you're getting in Coach Tang. When you visit that Octagon of Doom, they were just so passionate and it was so intimidating. If you want to play in one of the best home courts in front of the greatest fans, we got a place for you. If you want to compete in the best league every night going against the best players in America, we have a place for you. If you want to be in an environment where you're going to be loved, and challenged and pushed to be the very best version of yourself. We got a place for you. I believe that we're gonna find guys that that resonates with. Here they come, folks. A man has the stones. And what a run by the Wildcats. This place is loud. Wildcats get their signature Yeah. That is a recruiting piece from Coach Jerome Tang. They're already off and running, aren't they? That was <laughs> good nice. Stuff. Yeah, good stuff there. So, and congratulations to Coach Tang. Now, from from Baylor's perspective and Coach Drew's perspective, uh, you're missing a, a a key ingredient. Now, look, we all know that Coach Drew is excited for Coach Tang, but at, at the end of the day, Coach Tang was an integral part and the associate head coach. So that piece is now gone. And you've got to adjust your staff accordingly. And and so, Ward, you've been in coaching staff situations. You know, it's almost like a coordinator leaving. Uh, you know, what, what's that look like from the inside? That's a big hole. I mean, you've got to figure out there's a lot of moving pieces because, you know, you lose a guy that is an integral part. I mean, you could see it from from afar if you weren't even – involved with the program just go back and and look at film and and watch you know first thing at a timeout Mm -hmm. coach tang is is around the five players talking to them making adjustments and coach drew is with the rest of the assistants figuring out okay what do we need to do here getting information from them and then he goes to coach tang and then they talk to the players again and figure out what's the next move and so you know that's his right hand man and you know just like you said, offensive, defensive coordinator, whatever you want to call it, that's a big hole to fill. Not only to mention that there's probably a lot of responsibilities at 
Coach Tang's feet that Coach Drew's going to have to go figure out, okay, who can I trust to go do this where I don't have to even think about it because I know it's going to get done. Do you elevate somebody that's already there? Do you go find somebody with a lot of experience that can kind of slide into that spot that you know? You know, because, look, there's other guys from other staffs. You know, the tree is is big. Uh, there's other – I mean, so what do you do? I mean, is, is – That's the million-dollar question, and it's only up to Coach Drew to figure out how he wants to rearrange his staff or go out and add piece to his staff to find out what's going to happen and and what he can do to – to bolster that, I mean, you know that's that that's a huge decision for Scott Drew. Now, it I think it is at this point, but he may already have a successor in mind and have had that guy that he's been grooming the entire time that he found on his staff. We don't know that, right? I mean, we just, you know, we're just not privy to that, and nor should we be. So, you know, that's it's going to be interesting to see how that all unfolds. I think for him, you know, more than likely you're going to try to keep things in-house instead of trying to bring somebody else in. You know, maybe look at a guy like Alvin Brooks who's been through a large part of this. Uh, John Jacobs is right there. I know he came over from Gonzaga, but this is a guy who knows, you know, how to win and what it takes to win at a high caliber. So he's got pieces on the staff. Uh, it's just a matter of also, you know, are either one of those guys going to go with Jerome Tang? You know, it, it, there's a lot of stuff that's going to unfold here, and you know, I'm pretty sure that Coach Drew will touch on some of that later on today. Yeah, he's going to meet with the media at 11 o'clock. But at the end of the day, he still is going to have a spot open on the staff that he is going to have to fill. Mm-hmm. Now, it, 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 does he it, does he totally redefine what that position is? You know, you guys make a great point. I mean, he may elevate somebody from within the staff – into that into that two spot, if you will. I don't know how they define it, but right. I mean, into that two spot is what I'm going to call it. That's essentially uh, what it is. One A or whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, he's still got to go find somebody. Uh, that, that you know, and I'm sure, like you pointed out, every, every AD has a list of four or five people they could call. You know, what do you call it? Ward break glass or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, for every coaching job that they have uh, in the program, and I would imagine every head coach has a list of, okay, if I needed a coordinator or I needed this or I needed that, here's three. I I guarantee you, uh, and and this did not come as a surprise to anybody, particularly those within the Baylor basketball program and the athletic program. I mean, come on. Uh, There was no way that this, you know, caught anybody off guard. No, it's been talked about years before. I mean, you know, this has been a possibility, and he's been on – a lot of teams' radars before for coaching vacancies. So, you know, this didn't take anybody by surprise. It just, you know, you keep crossing your fingers and hoping, I hope I can retain this. I hope I can keep this here. But eventually that's, you know, that's what happens when you're successful. People come poach from you. And don't you know, Garrett, that he's probably turned down some that we don't even know about? No, absolutely. He's one of the the, the hottest candidates in the nation. You know, and obviously I think more people – uh, from outside of our region have kind of really understand how important he was to the program over, you know, the, the runs in March Madness, the national championship run, uh, you know, the the show on ESPN Plus. I think it's kind of gotten more exposure for the program in, in general. I mean, you had Jimmy Fallon, you know, doing that little skit where they're naming <laughs> off all the By Baylor the way, coaches. wasn't that pretty cool? You know, so, I mean, I think that they've got a lot more exposure um, and it was just a matter of time. I, I'm extremely happy for Coach Tang. Now, the interesting thing is going to be, when you're recruiting up there, you're in state with Kansas. Now Iowa State is on the rise as a basketball program. Iowa, you know, is coming off a really good season. 
how do you hunker down in that area and battle it out with those guys? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is going to be interesting. That's why I was, you know, talking uh, yesterday. I forget who we, who we had on the program, but I was talking yesterday about oh, where, Ryan Gilbert. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Where's the hotbed? I mean, where are the guys at? Where can you go attack immediately? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and <laughs> he kind of indicated that you, you, you've got to – You've got to branch out and and move around and, and do some things. Because, look, when you're in Texas, you've got the Metroplex, you've got Houston. Uh, there's places immediately. There's hotbeds everywhere. There, there, there's hotbeds everywhere. Yeah, but uh, and as you pointed out, there's several schools in in a small geographic area that you're going to be competing with. And oh, by the way, if they're that good, everybody in America knows about them. Yep. So uh, that's the challenge, I guess. But uh, I, I guarantee he's up for it, and it'll be interesting to see. And again, uh, Coach Drew will uh, will meet with the media uh, via Zoom today, uh, and then uh, I, uh, I'm sure that uh, John will have some of it in our three o'clock program, and then Matt in uh, four o'clock, and we'll certainly try to take a look back at it tomorrow morning as well. All right, uh, so uh, that's that's where Baylor basketball stands, and. And again, congratulations to Coach Tank. 725, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, if you'd like to sell your home, you could do it in five days or less. The brokerage house guarantees that they're going to sell your home in five days or less, or they're going to buy it from you for a price that you agree upon prior to listing your home. The brokerage house is your connection to buyers from not just around Central Texas market, but also nationally and Heck, even internationally. Uh, if you're going to sell your home, contact Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House and let uh, him and his group do do their thing. They've got a program that is a proven program that will generate offers on your home uh, at or above market value, plus multiple offers on your home. You need more information? I've got uh, I've got the website for you. Five days to sold.com, Five days to sold.com, or, or call Aaron at eight one seven eight one two. Two nine seven eight eight one seven eight one two two nine seven eight. It is the brokerage house. Recently on the John Moore Show, Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been seems like more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big Twelve? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. 
The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, April 2nd, Sunday, April 3rd at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. And the variety of our shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if we don't have it, they don't make it. And the Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, April 2nd, 9 to 5, and April 3rd at the Harker Heights event center. ESPN lovers, upgrade your diamond stud earrings for only a penny more. Whatever the occasion you're waiting to upgrade, shop at Diamore Fine Jewelers and gain an all-access VIP pass to our lifetime diamond stud earring program. Spend $500 on a pair of earrings, spend a penny more and upgrade. When she says diamonds, pretty, pretty please, say yes, 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 with a penny on top. Shop Diamore Fine Jewelers today with interest-free financing, 4541 West Waco Drive. See store for details. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor basketball assistant Jerome Tang has been named the head basketball coach at Kansas State. Tang came to Baylor with Scott Drew in 2003. Baylor baseball at home tonight hosting UTSA. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas with the pregame starting at 6:15. Baylor softball also in town for a doubleheader starting at 5 against Tarleton. You can hear those games on Cool 101. With a record of 20 wins, 6 losses, and a tie, the MCC baseball team is ranked 4th this week by the National Junior College Office. The MCC softball team is 28-4 and ranked 7th this week in their poll. For the first time in 30 years, Phil Mickelson will not take part in the Masters. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and Versalift Southwest. Let's get the latest on college football with Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 731, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Hey, coming up at 3 o'clock, John Morris is going to have Jerome Tang. Uh, and uh, Hoot Jodigan will be a part of the program as well, the uh, Baylor softball hitting coach. So that's coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Matt Mosley is at 4 this afternoon. All right, uh, as we welcome you back into the program, we uh, welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shehan Jayaraja. Shehan, good morning. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks as always for having me. Let's, let's, I'm gonna, we were just talking about this. I was reading an article on CBSSports.com. 
written by Shehan J. Raja, by the way. Uh, Florida starting quarterback Emory Jones entering the transfer portal. You're the starting quarterback in the SEC, and you're leaving. I, I, I guess I'm just old, but I don't understand. <laughs> well, you know, the Florida situation was an odd one last year because Emory Jones was a starting quarterback, but fans – all offseason, we're kind of clamoring for Anthony Richardson, who's kind of a homegrown kid. Uh, he kind of he came into games and he was just a very explosive player. He he scored a bunch of touchdowns. He had a bunch of long plays, uh, and so a lot of people kind of liked his upside. Even though Emory Jones was kind of the safer, more secure option, and so heading into this upcoming year, I you know with a new headed coaching staff, with a new offensive structure, I think that there was just very little. Uh, very little clarity on his part of whether he was going to be the starting quarterback, that he was going to be a good fit for this offense. And so I think in some ways he just wanted a fresh start. I mean, he was there for four years. He had to wait until his fourth year on campus before he really got a shot at the job. So I I think that he just didn't like the situation that he was in. Uh, We'll kind of have to wait and see what ends up happening, of course, you know, where he ends up, whether he ends up at another power five school or whether he ends up, uh, you know, maybe at the group of five level, but I think that for him, he just wanted to change the scenery. You know, sometimes people are there for a while. This isn't a situation of him, you know, being there for a year or two and losing a job or anything like that. I think that's, you know, with the coaching change and all that sort of stuff, he feels like he isn't in the place that he signed up for. Baylor starts uh, spring practice today. A lot of Big 12 schools have already got into spring practice, and some other ones are starting today as well. Shayhan, which team has the biggest heel to climb in spring practice out of the Big 12 in your mind? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think for I think the biggest one that I look at right now is Oklahoma. You know, obviously they did lose their head coach, Lincoln Riley. Uh, but it's more than anything else, I mean, they've got lost at so many key positions. I mean, I, I put out an article actually today, uh, you know, kind of breaking down some storylines heading into uh, Oklahoma spring practice. And they've lost their leading quarterback they're leading rusher they're leading tackler they're leading sacker and leading interceptor so like they're replacing a bunch of key guys that a lot of different positions and then on top of that they're going to be running a different defensive system and they don't quite have the personnel to run it at this point and obviously we know the standard right now at Oklahoma and Oklahoma is also trying to get things back on track before they head over to the SEC so I, I think that they just have so many questions obviously they bring in Dylan Gabriel at quarterback from UCF but, you know, Dylan Gabriel isn't Caleb Williams. And I'm kind of curious to see how long does it take for them to kind of get their – kind of just get things back together. And the other thing, too, is that such a big part of hiring Brent Venables is going to be bringing in sort of that hard-nosed defensive culture that we used to see a little bit more under Bob Stoops and really from Oklahoma teams of old. How long does it take to bring that all together? And there's just a lot of questions for me on this roster, and, and Oklahoma fans aren't going to be happy with anything other than kind of pushing for 10 wins. Shayon, uh, Dave Aranda wins the Maxwell Award. Uh, what were your thoughts on, on him earning that? And it's pretty well-deserving, and, and how does he take that and turn that into the expectations this season for Baylor? Yeah, I mean, I think that obviously he was one of the most impressive coaches in college football last year, taking Baylor from 2-7 and seven to 12-2. and two. And I think that in a lot of ways, because – you know, Baylor obviously has won conference championships over the past couple of years, but in a lot of ways, last season was the most impressive team in school history, or at least, uh, you know, in, in modern school history since, you know, 2000 or so. And so I think that, you know, for him to, to kind of show that Baylor is open for business, to show that this is a place where we're going to develop you, where we're going to, you know, 
go forward and we're going to put together great defenses and we're going to have a great plan. And, and obviously everybody who talks to him knows how thoughtful he is about coaching and about player development. You know, I, I think it's just such a big moment for the program for him to be able to do that. And, you know, now I think, I think it's going to be interesting heading into 2022. This is kind of the moment where you prove that that wasn't a one-year thing, that this is going to be something sustainable uh, because you do lose a lot of your key players, especially on the defensive side of the ball, guys like Jalen Petrie and Terrell Bernard. And so, you know, I think that uh, that coming into spring camp now, you have an opportunity to kind of develop some of those guys, get things up to snuff. And, and the nice thing, obviously, from a Baylor perspective is that you have so many offensive linemen coming back. Uh, you know, I, I think that Baylor still has an opportunity to be a real contender for the conference. And, and to me, I mean, if they were to, to push for conference contention, if they were to make a conference championship game in 2022, that says more, I think, even than, than what they were able to do in 2021. Interesting what they, uh, what they got going on at quarterback, obviously, with Bohannon and Shapenback. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, I think that both are going to have an opportunity to, to win the job, but I do think that it's still going to end up being Bohannon. You know, before Bohannon got hurt, he was playing well. He has his ups and downs, of course, but uh, but I think that he's going to be able to develop a little bit heading into his second season. And, you know, obviously so much is, was made of, of obviously Jeff Grimes coaching BYU's offense and what he got out of uh, Zach Wilson after a couple of years in that offense. You know, I'm not saying that Gary Bohannon's going to be able to make leaps like that, but I do think that it's going to help to have Jeff Grimes have a little bit of perspective on how to use Gary Bohannon. And so I do expect a leap, whether it is uh, Shapin or Bohannon. And so, you know, obviously with Bohannon, you see a guy who's a physical runner, somebody who's a good decision maker, who makes accurate intermediate passes. And with Shapin, we saw a little bit more explosiveness. And so I'd love to see that from Gary Bohannon, add some of that explosiveness to his game, you know, take some more shots down the field, uh, make more good decisions. And so, you know, I, I think that it's going to be a good battle in spring camp. And I think that also having multiple quarterback options is always a good thing. You know, it, it pushes the guys in the room. It gives you opportunities. And I think that ultimately it ends up being a better thing for the program. On the defensive side of the ball, where is the biggest room for improvement? Yeah, I think that uh, I think that more than anything else, you know, trying to find some more guys uh, at safety and, and in the defensive backfield. Because you lose Kalen Barnes and you lose uh, – JT Woods and so you know you've got to bring in some guys who are going to be able to contribute right away and we've seen some of those guys step up before but uh, but you know I think that defensive back is a position that benefits so much from experience and you do have some experience coming back obviously Raleigh Tejada another guy who uh, who's leaving after several years uh, you know so I, I think that that's really where they need to develop some guys defensive line you have to feel great about I think after uh, bringing back all the guys that you do including Siaki Ika and then at linebacker you know you still got some guys who have been key contributors but I think really in that secondary is where they're going to have to bring guys along very quickly. Shayhan, I was thinking the other day, uh, kind of looking back on this season for the Big 12, obviously Oklahoma State, they, they have a good run. They play Baylor. They lose in heartbreaking fashion uh, on that goal line stand. Uh, but once the Big 12 shifts and we get these new teams in here, is that going to put more pressure on Mike Gundy to just not be an average coach year in and year out and finally have to, to win? Because it seems like beating Oklahoma was never a problem. They didn't mind losing to Oklahoma consistently. Is that ever going to put any more pressure on Mike Gundy? You know, I, I think that what I'll say is that before Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State only had two 10-win seasons in program – or sorry, I think three 10-win seasons in program history, and two of them were when he was the quarterback at Oklahoma State. So I think that in some ways he's almost raised the level of the program to a level to where – 
you almost feel like he's almost raised expectations to a point where people expect things of him. And so, you know, winning 10 games is a big deal at Oklahoma State. That doesn't happen very often. And competing for conference championships is a big deal. Now, I do think that without the Oklahoma roadblock in, in his way, you know, I, he does need to probably win a little bit more at, at the conference level than he does. But, I mean, this I, I think that Oklahoma State fans should be satisfied with what they have, to be quite honest. You know, to, to be in conference contention, to be playing in a conference championship game, to win a New Year's Six Bowl, to win 10 games pretty dang often. I mean, you look around the country at much better programs than Oklahoma State. They're not winning 10 games as often as, as Oklahoma State is under Mike Gundy. So I do think that there is going to be a little more pressure to, to maybe finish the job a little better, especially with Oklahoma and Texas gone. But, you know, I, I think that, again, I think that Oklahoma State, when they decided to kind of extend him to a lifetime contract, they understand what they're getting. They're not getting a team that's going to win national championships. But, you know, to be quite honest, they're also Oklahoma State. And I think that Competing for the conference and competing for 10 wins basically year in and year out is a, is a pretty good place to be. Visiting with Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, let's switch gears, talk a little basketball. We, we, it's called March Madness, and I, I think this past weekend proved it. I mean, uh, you had the number one seed Bears go out in the in the tournament. The other three number ones got pushed around this weekend, and, and really Arizona got pushed around big time by TCU. Certainly made it interesting and, 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 and great viewing. Yeah, I mean, this is as, as close a tournament, I feel like, as there's been in a while. Obviously, a number of 11 seeds moving on, a couple of 10 seeds moving on. Uh, and, you know, I think that obviously Baylor got a really tough draw getting uh, North Carolina as an eight seed. But uh, there were a lot of teams that were in that lower tier that I don't think anybody really expected to move on. I mean, St. Peter's, of course, as a 15 seed, moving on to the Sweet 16 for the first time in school history. This has been one of the craziest marches on record, and, and in a lot of ways, it makes sense. You know, I don't think that there was a truly dominant team in college basketball this year. Gonzaga kind of had stretches of it, but I, you know, I mean, they, they aren't as battle tested in the second half of the season. And so, I, I think that it makes sense that this has been a really chaotic year in a lot of ways. You know, I, I don't think that there is a a 2021 Baylor. I don't think there even is a 2021 Gonzaga. And so, it's been a lot of fun to see all these teams get pushed around. I think that there's a great chance that. Any one of those one seeds or two seeds can continue to lose in, in the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight before reaching the Final Four. And, uh, you know, I think that it also is a good testament to where college basketball is, that there's so much uh, talent, that there's so much production at the mid, you know, the, the mid-level and, and at the, the lower high major level. And, uh, and I think that that means that we're going to have a really fun Final Four. Who has the best path left in the tournament right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I like Kansas's path right now. Um, you know, I think that certainly another one that you have to look at is if you're Purdue, this is your moment, right? I mean, you, the number one and number two seeds are out in Baylor and Kentucky, and you kind of have a straight shot to the to the Final Four in a lot of ways. But you got to take care of business. Obviously, Purdue has not made a Final Four under Matt Painter. Uh, you know, so I, I, I like their path, and I feel like they have to be the ones who really kind of make it happen. Shayana, someone who went to Baylor, what does Jerome Tang mean to you? And what are your what is K State getting in a head coach? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that this is long, long, long overdue. You know, Jerome Tang came in as this nobody off the street in a lot of ways uh, to join Scott Drew's staff at Baylor. Uh, actually, there's some great stories on that in, in the Leftovers, the book that Matt Stamen wrote. And you know, it, it's just such an interesting. He's such an interesting guy. You know, I think that he has been the backbone of, of Scott Drew's assistance for such a long time. I mean, you don't see this very often, a guy be around for 18, 19 years, be part of every single moment, be part of every single turnaround. And so 
You know, I, I think to me more than anything, you know, he has been kind of alongside Scott Drew, that rock within this program that has the, that, you know, has really been the foundation on which they've built a championship level program. And when I look at uh, their recruiting, when I look at the, the, how much even former players still are engaged with Baylor basketball, when I see the way that the team interacts with each other, I know that a lot of that is Jerome Tang and, and his experience, not just, uh, not just as a coach, but also as a youth minister and all that sort of stuff. So I, I think he's had just a tremendous impact on the program. And, and for Kansas State, you know, they're going to get somebody who's going to absolutely make that team have a fantastic culture that people are absolutely going to want to play for. And by the way, I, I don't want to diminish this. He's a fantastic basketball coach. You know, I think that what Scott Drew and Jerome Tang do better than anyone else is they are flexible. They, you know, they want to make you work. They want to, uh, you know, to, to build their system around their team, and they're not too proud to make it happen. So I, I think that Jerome Tang is a perfect hire for Kansas State, and I think he's going to have a lot of success there. Shayhan, what are you working on for uh, CBSSports.com? Yeah, we got some conference previews coming out uh, in the next couple of days and weeks. So uh, keep an eye on CBSSports.com for that. I should have the Big 12 one. Uh, we haven't totally set that all up yet, but uh, that'll be coming out over the next couple of days. Yeah, we look forward to it, and we, uh, as always, appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. That is Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Does a tremendous job. Uh, covering college, uh, particularly college football. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, 7.45. We're 15 away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, uh, we're going to talk about spring football a little bit more. Uh, it starts today for the Baylor Bears coming off that 12-win season. We'll talk about it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco, and online at automaticchefcanteen.com. Com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue. 
Avenue in downtown Waco. Call Waco Foundation Repair today. Waco Foundation is a family-owned business specializing in foundation repair for your home or business. With over 40 years of experience in the construction industry, they take pride in all the work they do. If you see cracks, don't stress, call the best. Waco Foundation Repair. Call them today at 254-420-4910 for your free estimate. Or you can visit them on their website at wacofoundationrepair.com. That's wacofoundationrepair.com. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor basketball assistant Jerome Tang has been named the head basketball coach at Kansas State. Tang came to Baylor with Scott Drew in 2003. Baylor baseball at home tonight hosting UTSA. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas with the pregame starting at 6:15. Baylor softball also in town for a doubleheader starting at 5 against Tarleton. You can hear those games on Cool 101. With a record of 20 wins, 6 losses, and a tie, the MCC baseball team is ranked 4th this week by the National Junior College Office. The MCC softball team is 28-4 and ranked 7th this week in their poll. For the first time in 30 years, Phil Mickelson will not take part in the Masters. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 749, we are 11 away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. As we mentioned, Baylor spring football begins today uh, as they get ready for, uh, what, 15 practices, I believe, the NCAA allows, and mm-hmm. and then uh, and then a spring game and at Green and Gold game, I think, is coming up like uh, April 23rd uh, at McLean. So uh, look forward to that. Ward, this is a team that's, Coming off 12 wins, coming off a uh, conference championship, coming off a Sugar Bowl championship. Uh, what are some of the things that they need to get done as uh, as they take what they did a year ago and, and move it forward? I think you have to look at what you lacked in last season, and you know that's going to be an internal thing where you've watched a lot of film and you try to sit back and say, okay, where do we need to improve at? And, uh, you know, there's always some place to improve. That's always the biggest room on your team is the room for improvement. So, you know, as Shayhan just mentioned, you know, there's some questions at defensive back. What are you going to fill in there and, and be able to, you know, adjust at that situation? Where are you at at quarterback? Just how healthy is your quarterback position? And that's going to be a, you know, a, a, a big question mark that they've got to figure out. Are, are we 100% healthy going into the fall? And, you know, the last thing you want to do is, is have, you know, one of those guys that you're counting on being your guy going into the fall, getting hurt in spring practice because that could derail the entire 2022 season that's coming up. So, you, you know, you have to be aware of that. But you know, I, I think you just go through these 15 practices and try to figure out, you know, how do we get better each and every day we're on the practice field 
and, and make sure that we're more than anything else consistent in what we're doing. For me, I know one thing I'm interested to see throughout this is who emerges as your starting running back. Uh, you know, when you look last year, they were, uh, you know, Coach Grimes comes in, he's looking at the roster, looking at everybody available, and he doesn't really see a guy there that fits his scheme. Uh, he goes and grabs Abram Smith from the linebacker crew and brings him over and turns him into one of the best backs in the nation. So, to me, is there a guy on your roster right now that fits the mold of an Abram Smith, that physical running back that you could plug in? I don't know if that's you know, Jordan Jenkins, the kid from Lindell. Uh, he's a really solid guy. Tay McWilliams as well. And you're also going to have Squirrel Williams that should finally be available this season. So are one of those guys going to be the one who steps up you know, and becomes that marquee back as well? And do you do a, a running back by committee also? Yeah, and, and that's kind of been what they've done. Uh, in the past, I mean, you know, you've seen two, three different guys that have played that position. I, I'm going to go back to the quarterback position because each of these guys had their had their uh, had their had 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 injury situations a year ago. I, I'm just curious, and I think Ward, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think with each individual coaching staff, depending on who they are and what and what their their personal preference is. Some guys may want to have their depth chart pretty much set at the end of spring, and some guys may say, "You know what? This is this is practice. We'll st- we'll go into fall and leave it wide open and, and let them compete some more in the fall." I mean, at what at some point you got to get your your depth chart ready to go uh, as you prepare for that first football game. But is is this a situation where you know Coach Aran and his staff say, "You know what? Let's just compete this spring, or, or let's make sure that when we walk out of here on that last practice, that last spring football game." that green and gold game that we have we have our depth chart set. I, I think you, more than anything else, want to compete in spring practice and see who's going to you know be a competitor and put them in situations and, and do a lot of different uh, situational things during the spring practice. But I also think in conjunction with that, that lends to your depth chart. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to find out. you know, if, if a guy's competing better than another guy, he's on my depth chart. And, you know, he's going to be one, he's going to be two going in. That doesn't mean that it's not open in the fall because, look, you're going to have some guys come on campus in the fall that, you know, may not necessarily be here in the spring. And so, you know, do you have a leg up if you're here in the spring? I I thoroughly believe so. But, you know, it'll still be open. You won't have your depth chart set until, you know, week one you get into it. Uh, but I, I still, you walk away from that green and gold game and you, you know where you're at. You have a depth chart in that coach's office and you know, because you may have to fill some holes, you know, you may have to go figure out, Hey, what are we going to do here? Because this ain't working. Right. And one thing you, you mentioned Garrett running back and, and we talked about quarterback, all of that is going to be benefited by a veteran quality offensive line. Look, two years ago, we were talking about. You know, this is one of the worst offensive lines. They're just two years ago. I mean, well, look, this time last year, complete disarray. In August, we were saying, and and then all of that's the biggest question mark. Yeah, you know, look what they were able to do last year. Now you get you get a full off season under Coach Mateos. You already know what the expectations are. You bring back four starters. I, you know, I'm so excited to see what you can do, and then. Also, do you get a guy like Tate Williams, the the big kid from Wall? Is he ready to step in, you know, and get some reps as well? I think they have 
a lot to work on and a lot of upside with that. And if you're Gary Bohannon or Blake Shapen, whoever wins that battle, you got to feel good and confident about sitting back in the pocket this season. You make a great point. It, I mean, that has been the conversation piece for a long time. I mean, last year, the year, it has always been, well, if they could just ever put an offensive line together. Well, now that's a strength of this football team. It, it is amazing what they were able to do in a 12-month period. Yeah. Really? You want to get right down to it? That's, you make a great point. Well, it, look, if you're going to build a football team, you know, what's the foundation that you need? Line. Offense and defensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still, it's still a pretty simple game. And if you win the line of scrimmage, you're going to win more than you lose. And, you know, they figured out how to get that done. And look, and you mentioned that, but the defensive line. You bring over Jackson Player to plug in with us, uh, Apu mm-hmm. and TJ Franklin, Gabe Hall. I mean, they're going to be thick in the trenches. So you're saying up front they're pretty good. I think so. And that is a tremendous place to start. So it'll be a fun spring uh, leading into fall camp. And, again, it all starts today. I think their first practice is around uh, 4 o'clock today, so 3.45, something like that. And uh, and then uh, I think Coach is going to meet with the media afterwards. So should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, 7.56. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels. And it's time for us to get the latest news and notes on Big 12 Athletics, uh, Baylor Athletics, rather. And uh, we welcome in the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball and softball both in action today at home. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball back in action at home at Gatterman Stadium this afternoon. Baylor with a doubleheader scheduled against Tarleton State. First pitch of game one at 5 p.m. today. The second game will follow at approximately 7.30. Both games broadcast on 101.3 FM. Television on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus for Baylor Tarleton State softball. Meanwhile, at Baylor Ballpark, the Bears back in action this evening, hosting UT San Antonio at 6.30. Baylor coming off a weekend in which they won one of three from TCU in their conference opening series. 
Some big bats going for the Bears, especially Saturday and Sunday, says Baylor assistant baseball coach Mike Taylor. I think so. It was probably our best week as far as offense goes. I think we had 45 hits on the week. Um, guys are, are coming around. Um, Jared is, is showing signs. Three went 10 for 20 on the week hmm. and really hit the ball hard to all sides of the field. Um, Cal Mervin has, has been coming up with, with big hits. I mean, you know, the two-run homer in the bottom of the eight to separate us a little bit on Saturday to go up eight to five. Uh, that was a big hit in that situation. And, of course, he had big hits earlier in the year that he had made in, in these big RBI situations. So we've got guys, uh, you know, Ian Groves made his first two starts of the year at DH on Saturday and Sunday. Um, he had been hurt with a broken bone in his hand. And uh, so hopefully as, as we get some more ABs under his belt, that'll give us some more options in that DH spot. Baylor baseball assistant coach Mike Taylor coming out of the 7-3 win over TCU on Sunday to take one game in the best of three series with the Horn Frogs. Baylor now hosting UTSA tonight on the air at 6:15. First pitch at 6:30 right here on ESPN Central Texas Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus at 6:30. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting UT San Antonio. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Baseball Tuesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. StarTex Propane has been servicing McLennan and surrounding counties since 1976. This local and family-owned business is happy to take care of all your commercial and residential propane needs, including tank service, refills, outdoor kitchens, grills, fireplace units, turkey fryers, and fish cookers. StarTex offers competitive pricing that will meet or beat their competitors. So head on over to their website, StarTexPropane.com, or stop by the Big Red Building on LaSalle Avenue and join the more than 14,000 customers in Central Texas that choose StarTex Propane for all their propane needs. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco. K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Burn! Whoa! Motrell! Just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us, and we're brought to you in part by Good Feet, VersaLift Southwest, Pro Star Rental, and Big Boys Record Service. Thanks so much for being a part of the program. All right, uh, let's talk some college basketball. Let's welcome into the program from Iowa State's 247 Sports, Nick Olson. Nick, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great today, guys. How are you doing today? Terrific. We appreciate the time. Tell us about the vibe. Tell us what it feels like around Ames right now. Here's a basketball team that won two games a year ago, and today they are preparing for the Sweet 16. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Honestly, there's – there's about as big of a buzz as I've seen or really been around in any team I've kind of covered. I mean, these fans, they expected, you know, to kind of have some type of turnaround, but they didn't really expect this. And after a very successful weekend in Milwaukee, there's now a winnable game to potentially 
get to the Elite Eight after obviously just winning two games last season. And the job that, you know, these players that have come together and obviously Coach Osselberger and this staff have done is pretty remarkable, to say the least. How, how did the Cyclones get to this point? I mean, was it just pure coaching? Was it transfers? What happened? Yeah, honestly, it was about a 50-50 split. I think that Coach T.J. Osselberger is kind of the perfect man for this job. He's got a great passion for Iowa State and their basketball program, but they needed to land some transfers, and they did. Isaiah Brockington has been a star this year. Gabe Kelsher had one of the best games of his life at Wisconsin. It was huge that they kept freshman point guard Tyrese Hunter as a recruit for them. And things have really just come together. I mean, they've even kind of described themselves as a group that, you know, maybe didn't fit in at other places. They were certainly counted out. They even talked about that this weekend. But they dug into this defensive, tough mentality side of the ball, and it just helped them knock off two probably much more talented teams in Milwaukee. And, and like I said, I mean, the journey keeps rolling, and now they're – one of 16 teams left in the whole nation. How do you think the impact of playing on the road in the Big 12 came into fruition as they knock off Wisconsin in Milwaukee? I think it actually played a really big part, especially to, you know, kind of play at some of those tougher venues, like in Allen. Obviously, they had that game at Baylor to end the season where they showed some fight. And I think it's, it's interesting that, you know, when the crowd, especially like a Badgers crowd early on, got loud, you know, maybe the team turned it over a little bit and it, it took a, a little while to kind of dive in, but then they got settled. You could see some of the leaders like Brockington and Kalsher just kind of doing this motion with their hands, calm down, you know, we've got this. And it didn't take long for them to kind of settle into their defense. And obviously that proved to be enough against a Badgers team that has, you know, multiple stars plus essentially playing a home game in Wisconsin. It was it was pretty remarkable, and, and now they've got a game where Iowa State's going to have many more fans likely than their opponent this week in Chicago. Would it be fair to say the, the M.O. of this team has been about defense? Uh, they've been erratic, I guess maybe fair to say, offensively, but they've certainly been very good defensively consistently throughout the year. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair to say. And, you know, Coach Otzelberger even talked about this weekend how they won't shy away from that. They've had their struggles on offense. They're not going to necessarily outshoot you. They don't have a ton of offensive firepower or prowess. But he even said, you know, we're not going to apologize how we have to win, right? They admit that they generally have to, you know, kind of quote-unquote muck or ugly up the game. But they force enough turnovers, and they've got enough guys that aren't afraid to be physical, potentially – take fouls, draw charges, and, and you know, clearly it's been really successful for them even when it looked like they were really going to kind of bottom out in the tough conference we talked about last week that is the Big 12. Do the Cyclones have enough left in the tank to make a run here? I absolutely think they do. I mean, it's another matchup where the other team in Miami is likely going to be a little more talented, you know, especially at, at guard. They've got a lot of scoring ability, but not necessarily a ton of physicality that's going to overwhelm you. I think that the matchup actually works out pretty well because the Cyclones' top three on-ball defenders are at kind of that guard-forward hybrid position. They'll have some rest. I've really been impressed with Coach Otzelberger's scouting so far as well. I mean, that Wisconsin game plan was nearly perfect making things tough on Johnny Davis and Brad Davison and like I said I expect about a 75 80 percent you know Cyclones to Hurricanes fan ratio which is likely to help this team this coming week 
Are y'all noticing any uptick in, in recruiting or interest in, in guys wanting to come play for Osselberger and, and with the success that they put together this season? Yeah, from some guys that I've talked to, you know, they obviously haven't necessarily committed yet, but they always seem to be noting this run. And a couple big targets are actually from Wisconsin and some buzz that I got over the weekend. You know, it felt like it really helped not only the Cyclones winning in Wisconsin, but actually winning over, you know, the top program generally in the state of Wisconsin in the Badgers. So I think it's helped. And, and there's no question that national recruits have taken notice. Some players that I've actually talked to, you know, from, from a Texas or Illinois, Wisconsin, like I mentioned, they're noting this, this young staff. They've, they've come together and really turned things around 20 more wins than they had last season. And, yeah, like I just said, I don't think that this journey is necessarily over yet either. When you when you look at and start preparing for this Miami game, uh, for Iowa State to be successful, do they need it to be in the 50s, do, or do they need this thing to be up in the 70s? I mean, I, I know that we talk about them being a little erratic offensively, but they can get it there if they need to, and they have done it this year. They can, absolutely. I think that ideally, though, they're going to want to look in like the – yeah, high 50s, maybe low 60s, because Miami just simply has more firepower. They also have a great coach. I do expect kind of an Isaiah Brockington bounce back game. Uh, Miami's defense is, is not bad, though some metrics may have it that way. But they, they kind of play on a string. They've got good chemistry, but they're not necessarily known for forcing turnovers like Iowa State is. They're not going to, you know, kind of out physical you or anything like that. So I'm expecting, you know, Tyrese Hunter had his breakout game the first game. Kelsher absolutely went off against the Badgers, really took over on both ends. Rockington, who's been their best player, hasn't necessarily played like it in the tournament. I expect a great game for him in Chicago. And if that can come together, I would not be surprised if this team is dancing all the way to the Elite Eight. How much of this team is going to be attacked next season? Like, like, what is the the turnover looking like? Are there any guys here that could take advantage of the super senior opportunity and help? Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. I was I was just thinking about that last night. So you can expect obviously Tyrese Hunter back, Caleb Grill will likely be back, Coots, and then some of the big names like a Kelsher and Brockington. I reported a few weeks ago that you know there was something in the works to potentially bring back Brockington. I've been told recently it's a little more to, closer to 50-50 on whether he'll be back now, but it's something he was certainly considering. And I would expect Gabe Kelsher back, especially the way this season is kind of going. He loves it here. If he indeed wants to play more college basketball, which he can with this new COVID year structure, that will likely be back with the Cyclones. They've got a really strong freshman class, but you can also expect them to be active in the transfer portal I would set that number at around three players because I do think a couple of these guys that haven't played as much as they'd like are likely to move on hey Nick uh, we appreciate your time today uh, what are you what are you working on right now for uh, for 247 sports yeah it's actually a really busy day I got a football recruiting update out you know earlier I'm actually headed to pro day um, in a little bit so that's going to be going on for the football program. And then we've got a basketball availability, and I'll be making my way to Chicago for the Sweet 16. So it's a really exciting time here at 24-7 Sports, you know, Cyclone Alert. And I'm blessed to kind of be covering and, and get this type of coverage and following. It's really been a great time to be here in Iowa. Hey, Nick, thanks. Appreciate your time, and uh, we, uh, we look forward to visiting with you.
Appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great day. That's Nick Olson from uh, uh, Iowa State 247 Sports. I was just looking at some of the numbers. They scored 41 against Texas. They scored 36 against Oklahoma State, including just 16 in the second half. And then they scored 41 against Texas Tech. Yet, here they are, one of 16 teams, still playing. I mean, it just shows how the high caliber of defense that is played in this league, you know. And if you can, I mean, while they struggled against those teams, it's definitely benefited them now. It also has something to do with who you draw and how you match up in those draws, Ward. That's the biggest thing. I mean, you know, if you get the right draw and and you're a good match and, and they're a good match for you, anything can happen in a, in a basketball game. Just, you know. How do you survive runs, and how do you make a little run? We were talking about it, I guess, Saturday maybe, Garrett? Uh, boy, the days run together. But, you know, some of these teams that are winning, you know, could they compete? Let's say, could they compete in the Big 12 for three months? Well, of course not. Right. But that's not that's not the ask. The ask is beat them once in this tournament. No, yeah. And I mean, that's what's happening. Well, I think we the, the St. Peter's is a prime example of that, right? Like, there's no way that they could compete week in and week out in a majority of these major conferences. Uh, but that doesn't matter. It's about taking advantage of the opportunity in front of you, and that's what makes March One game so at special. Time. Absolutely. In, in, in that, I know that's a coach's mantra and all that stuff, but it truly, in this deal, that that's it. I mean, and, and again, I go back to what Scott Drew said. I mean, it, it's about a one-game season, and it doesn't matter what the number out beside the name is. And, nope. you know, when he first started talking about that, I was like, okay, here we go. Coach speak. Uh, no. No, when you get He's this, a thousand it's, percent it's, correct. It's absolutely one game, one possession at a time. That's all you can do. Yeah. And, and again, some of these teams that, that got it done, could they compete in, in the SEC or the Big 12? Or yeah, No. But that's not what – that's not the rule. That's not what – they're asked to win one game in one night and then go play another one in two days. See, and I think that's going to be the interesting factor when you look at Houston, right? Like, Houston is having a lot of success right now under Kelvin Sampson. Uh, but once they make that adjustment and come into the Big 12, are you going to be able to do that and keep that type of intensity night in and night out? I, I'm not sure. I think they might be an outlier, especially sitting in that that hotbed of Houston I, recruiting. I, I think they're going to be very good for the I think they will I too. do too. But, I do too. I think they. I think they. I think they actually elevate their recruiting oh, they when they will. move into the Big 12, right in their own backyard. Yeah. Right in their own backyard. Some of the guys that that have said no to Houston in the past because they wanted to go play it in 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 other leagues there's no reason to say no now nope i mean i i just think it elevated their their recruiting opportunities uh 8 14 we're 14 minutes after eight this is game time here on espn central texas hey if you're in the market for a new vehicle go no further than alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat your friend in the car business they are uh at um 201 West Loop 340. That is just down from from Highway 84. Look, they got a great selection of new vehicles, pre-owned vehicles. They've got a tremendous service department that you're just going to love. I mean, we've been using them for years. Uh, look, if you're if you're looking for power, if you're looking for performance, you're looking for reliability, all wrapped up, packaged up into one. How about the 22 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition? You can check it out at Allen Samuels. They've also got a great selection of Jeeps at Allen Samuels. And, of course, just a tremendous selection of, of new vehicles. they got a great selection of pre-owned vehicles. They're making deals right now on those. 
And, of course, as we mentioned, they got an outstanding service department. They want to create a relationship with you. It's more than just selling your car. It is building that relationship with you. When you walk through the door, I mean, you're going to know your favorite salesperson, and they're going to know you and the the management team, Ted Teague and his staff, they're going to know you. It's it's that kind of feel when you walk in to Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business, again, they're at uh, 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You want to check them out online? It's alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com, your friend in the car business. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Skies will be clearing this afternoon with winds still pretty gusty out of the northwest around 20 to 25 miles per hour. Highs will climb to around 64 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear with lows falling into the lower 40s. Wednesday, full sunshine returns with a high of 67. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. After today's, I finally found somebody and I said, where do y'all put all the postgame audio? Like, can you tell me? And so at some point, the poor guy just looks at me and he goes, now, we used to put it on YouTube, but we really just don't put it anywhere now. But he said, we have transcripts available to you immediately on the Dropbox. Oh, we could do that. I could just read them to you. (laughs) (laughs) We could just read the quotes. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. 
At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and VersaLift Southwest. Nothing like a little Zeppelin for your breakfast. Like it. <laughs> nice. 820, welcome back into uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. All right. Uh, we were talking about this this morning. And uh, a couple of notes. Uh, a curse for the Cowboys gets a deal. Uh, but there's still a lot of free agents still left, Ward, for the Cowboys. I mean, I, I don't know if they're signing with Dallas or if they're moving on. But when you look at the Cowboy free agent list, there's a lot of blanks out beside a lot of players' names right now. Hmm. And They've made some big moves over the weekend and got got some guys on paper for the, you know, to be able to help them move forward a little bit. I, I like the moves they made over the weekend. With, with a guy like Corey Clement, is that something you just wait to the very end and then offer him – some kind of just small deal to, to come back and be a part of the program? I mean. Well, you wait and see if, you know, if somebody else is going to come in and, and try to get him away. And at this point, probably not. So you just, yeah, you, you wait and that's a guy that you can lowball. We, we mentioned Curse. He got his deal done, uh, two-year deal. So uh, good uh, good news there for the, for the Cowboys as they, as they gear up for, for July. And get ready for for camp, and that won't. Be, I was just looking at. We were talking about some other things yesterday. We were talking about uh, you know things like Big Twelve media days for football, and, and that's in the middle of John. And you look and you go, hang on, this is this is the middle of March. That's not that far away when you stop and think about it. But uh, the other thing that we we discussed this morning was just how many major moves you have seen at the quarterback position within the NFL, normally a position that may be the most stable position in the league. Would, would that be a fair statement? Because typically that's that's the cornerstone of your franchise and you don't see a ton of movement at quarterback. But you, you saw it this year. Well, so far you done. have. Yeah, it's not done yet. I mean, there's, there's guys on rosters right now that you go, oh, wait, I, I forgot he went to that roster. Yeah. I mean, you look at – Starting quarterbacks are going to be different for these teams. Texans, Colts, Broncos, Seahawks, Browns, 49ers, Saints, Washington football team, Atlanta, Panthers, Steelers, maybe the Dolphins because they made some moves. So you don't know you don't know about them. They went and got Teddy Bridgewater. So, I mean, is he is he going to come in and, and, and plug in and, and take take over there? Um 
I, I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility or they wouldn't have went and got him. I mean, they won a quarterback competition at that position. So, Did you name 10, school, I mean, 10, 10 programs? I, I, I think you did. Is that one-third? 12. Of, 12. That's over one-third of the National Football League is going to have a new quarterback. Yes. Is that about T-shirt sales? No, I'm kidding. I mean, what's going on? You never, ever heard of, okay, we're going to trade our quarterback. Just, we're just going to sit him down the road. I mean, look at the Seattle – Denver deal. Why did that happen? Because Seattle's trying to restructure, and I I think that the higher ups at Seattle understand that hey we've got a we need to position ourselves right now to understand that we're going to have to find a way to get into the draft to build this thing back up and tear it down to the studs. Look, Pete Carroll's not going to be there much longer either. No. I mean, that, that window has – it's all but closed. And so that's why they're getting rid of Russell Wilson while they can, while they can get some stock for him because they know that they're going to build through the draft so they go get the draft picks that they need to rebuild this thing. That's wild to me because it, it normally is built around the quarterback, and if you got a productive quarterback, you – that's the that's a rich commodity in the National Football League. But if if you if you don't have enough around him and you know that it's coming down the road, why not go stockpile some draft picks for the future, knowing that you're gonna have to go into the draft to find that next guy, the next Russell Wilson, who's that going to be? You you better have those draft picks available to you, or it's not gonna do you any good because when you do need them, nobody's gonna trade with you because they know exactly what you're up to. I think it's just kind of like a terrible year, too, to be doing these transitions for quarterbacks because there's nobody in this draft that's a franchise quarterback, in my Zero. opinion. So, I mean, when you look at, like, the, the Colts, it's almost eerily similar to when they went and got Phillip Rivers. You know, and you bring him in as, like, a Band-Aid. Uh, it's almost exactly what they're doing with Matt Ryan. I don't know if there's necessarily a guy in the draft that they can get this year. Um, but And then, like, Mariota to Atlanta, that, that just – I mean, he's been average – what does that do? I mean, nothing. Nothing. And when you look at that, I think Tom Brady is sitting there as, okay, it's me, it's Mariota, Jameis Winston, and who knows who's going to be the quarterback at Carolina. It's just, it's crazy to see the dynamic that has happened across the landscape of football. Again, I'll go back and tell you that I've never seen it anything like this because no, it hasn't been. You've always, it, it, you've always just, you coveted that quarterback. And if you had a productive quarterback, you, just wrapped your arms around him and you just you know you 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 fought to, to keep your hands on him and now you're moving quarterbacks just like you move linebackers I mean it, it's it's crazy to me to see how this thing has changed well and, and part of it is look at the guys that 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 are being moved right now uh, a majority of them have been mediocre quarterbacks mm-hmm. at best mm-hmm. and the other ones that are being moved are getting long in the tooth very true. No, no, I get it. I mean, uh, so I mean that there's there's a kind of a perfect storm working right now. You don't have anybody in the draft that's going to really set your pants on fire. You've got aging quarterbacks that you're trying to get out of your system because you know that you're going to have to down the road fill that void somehow, some way. So if I can compile some draft picks, I'm going to do that. And then you've got mediocre guys that you're just trying to stopgap with because you're looking down the road as well trying to figure out what am I going to do with this franchise. There's nobody coming out. It's been a while since you've really looked at a quarterback class and goes, okay, 
who's going to get who in this deal because we've got four or five guys coming out that mm-hmm. are going to make a difference in a franchise. It hasn't been that case in quite a while coming out of college football. And, and on the flip side, those that are receiving those quarterbacks are doing one of two things. They're plugging a gap until next year's draft, or they feel like they're one piece away because in this win-today mentality, I mean, they're, they, we're not building a football team. You're, you're build, if you are building, you're building to win today, just like the Rams did, and and looks like what, what, what Denver appears to be doing. In Tampa Bay. In, in Tampa Bay, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so you, you think that's the last piece that guy can manage us through to a championship. And, and, or, or you're like, like you talked about, there's nothing in, in this year's draft that we feel good to build our, our program around. Let's go get you know, let's go get somebody next year, but we gotta have somebody to to take those snaps this year. I mean, if you're looking at the draft right now, who's who's the first quarterback off the board? Can't tell you that. I can't. Uh maybe the kid from Liberty, was it Malik? Um I can't think of his last name. He he's one, Matt Corral, if but that knee injury. Um it's 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 tricky. Those are the only two that really come to mind as far as the top two quarterbacks that I've seen. Corey on our CNC Collision Center text line says it shows you how few franchise quarterbacks there really uh, is in the NFL. Teams are are just basically desperate, and I'm not going to argue that. I mean, you're, you're seeing some strange strange moves within the NFL, and again, you've got look. Does where does Baker Mayfield end up? Here's a Heisman Trophy guy. Is there a place for him in the league? Is there a st- Home Depot? Is there a, <laughs> exactly. Well, is there a starting place for him in the National Football League? Carolina. It, Seattle? Carolina. Well, Carol- no, Seattle's – well, yeah, they went and got uh, Drew Locke, but, I mean, that was part of that deal. That was part of the deal. Uh, maybe Carolina. That's about the only starting position I could see. Or, te- or Houston. <sighs> New Orleans. They signed well, James. They, they signed James. Yeah, I but, know, but don't I, know it's James. It's James Winston. <laughs> it's James. Do you, you feel good about James no. Winston? I, no. They gave him a two-year deal. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I, no. I'm not a James Because there's nobody else out there. That's why he got a two-year deal. But So you guys have done this for a while. We've all done this for a while. I, I cannot remember a year where you talked about this much quarterback activity in the offseason. No. And, and, that, no. and at the end of the day, that was, that was, that was I think, the kind of the – I, but you said it the other day, Ward. the The way you do business in the National Football League has changed dramatically over the last year, eighteen months. Yeah, and it, it it it. There's no doubt that it's win now and worry about what I do later. Later, I, I'm not concerned about three or four years down the road, two years down the road. I, I've got to figure out how to win right now. And unfortunately, the Cowboys are getting left behind in that scenario. Oh yeah, they are. Kind of ugly, isn't it? <laughs> uh, 8.30. Uh, we, will, uh, you, we will talk about the, the games from last night on the NCAA women's side, and we will uh, look at our brackets. Uh, does anybody have a chance? Garrett, you've been kind of policing these brackets. We, or any of us? Well, we're going to look at that in a minute. I, I think I feel – look, I'm going to tell you this. My <laughs> women's bracket is significantly better than my men's bracket. Oh, there's, How could it not be? Yeah. I know. So that's all I need. There's so much – Dried ink on that on that mid bracket. It's unreal. All right, eight thirty. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics.
Beginning Wednesday, January 19th, Helmet Aerospace in Waco will be holding a weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Helmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at howmet.com. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystosow.com. That's 5 days so.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Call Alan Samuels House of Travel for your next all-inclusive vacation. As the world's leading all-inclusive company, Sandals is the best in luxury Caribbean all-inclusive vacation for couples. Let them send you on the destination of your dreams to Jamaica, Bahamas, Antigua, or one of Sandals' other luxury resorts. Let Alan Samuels House of Travel help you book your next Sandals vacation. Alan Samuels House of Travel is a full-service travel agency located in the heart of Central Texas that has been locally owned and operated for over 45 years. Visit them at houseoftravelwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor basketball assistant Jerome Tang has been named the head basketball coach at Kansas State. Tang came to Baylor with Scott Drew in 2003. Baylor baseball at home tonight hosting UTSA. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas with the pregame starting at 6:15. Baylor softball also in town for a doubleheader starting at 5 against Tarleton. You can hear those games on Cool 101. With a record of 20 wins, 6 losses, and a tie, the MCC baseball team is ranked 4th this week by the National Junior College Office. The MCC softball team is 28-4 and ranked 7th this week in their poll. 
For the first time in 30 years, Phil Mickelson will not take part in the Masters. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, eight thirty four, and uh, more. Are they upsets? I, I, I'm I'm almost hesitant to call a game at this round in the NCAA tournament men's or women's upsets. I, I really am. Look, I'm going to tell you one upset: uh, Notre Dame, yeah, putting beating Oklahoma one hundred eight to sixty four in Norman. I don't think anybody saw Ooh. that coming. I don't necessarily, and that might not be necessarily upset because it's Notre Dame, Oklahoma, but to beat somebody like that, that was impressive. Yeah, I mean, that, that was one team playing at a very high level and one team not. Uh, take us around the NCAA women's bracket. Uh, what, you know, I kind of thought that, this, that uh, the Sweet 16 would have Texas since Texas won the other day playing LSU, but that's not going to be the case. No, so LSU falls last night to, to Ohio State, which now they're going to pair up with Texas in the Sweet 16. That's going to be in the Spokane bracket. Uh, you're also going to have Stanford taking on Maryland. Uh, that's going to be a good matchup there. I had uh, Stanford taking on L- uh, I have Stanford taking on Florida Gulf Coast. That didn't work out. Uh, then down in the Bridgeport region, uh, you got North Carolina State. They're going to be taking on Notre Dame. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, two, you know, blue blood programs on the women's side of things going at it. Uh, and you're also going to have um, uh, UConn, and they are taking on Indiana, who beat Princeton. I had Princeton uh, winning that game as well. Um, so, I mean, those are some good matchups. Then over here in the Wichita bracket, uh, you're looking at you're going to have Louisville and Tennessee. Uh, that should be a good matchup. And you're going to have Michigan taking on uh, South Dakota, who beat Baylor. And then this is a South Dakota team who hasn't trailed at all in the tournament. Uh, you go through, you knock off Baylor on their home court. This should be a really good matchup with them in Michigan. Can I tell you that I had uh, that I had Ohio State advancing through? Did you notice that when I, I, you were I when you were cleaning I up the, the brackets? And uh, you know, I I felt the hate. <laughs> I felt the hate. It wasn't hate. It was just a look. This is their first year to to make this run, and and it 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 takes a different deal to to get to this level. And so, yeah. Uh, how many Ward? How many Final Four teams do you have standing uh, when it comes to the women's Final Four, uh, the, the women's NCAA tournament? Three. Garrett, all four. Really? South Carolina, Louisville, North Carolina State, and Stanford. Huh. I have three in South Carolina, Stanford, and UConn. So, I told uh, you my bracket was significantly better. Yeah, it, it well again as as Ward pointed out, it, it couldn't have got much worse on the men's side. Uh, that thing you had to go through three pins to 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 correct your bracket. Yeah, uh, after day day two. So, uh, any any huge significant. Uh, surprises. Baylor. Uh, yeah. Baylor getting knocked out. I think North Carolina um, beating Arizona. You know, this is an Arizona team who I believe was in the Final Four last year. They have a, they're really building something special out there in uh, Tucson. Uh, so, yeah, North Carolina getting by them kind of caught me by surprise. Obviously, LSU 
uh, fall into Ohio State. I, I thought, you know, with Kim Mulkey, you could make a decent little run there. Well, um, they, they didn't just fall. Yeah, I know. And look, and you brought up a good point, Tom, yesterday. That it took all they had to get by Jackson State. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is something that it's definitely going to be a work in motion there. Uh, but those are that Oklahoma loss is one I just can't get over. You know, that we've seen Oklahoma, how good they are. This is a team who beat Baylor twice. And for Notre Dame to just put it on them like that, man, that, that's one that I can't get over. Fair or unfair, you know, one of the one of the conversation pieces every year about the NCAA women's tournament is, hey, look, there's no real surprises. There's about eight or ten teams that you can kind of pencil in every year that are going to be there. Uh, well, I, I think I think you can kind of take a look at this year's tournament and go, okay, sorry, uh, you got two, you have two number tens beating number twos, uh, and you got a. So you've got you've got several several of the bigger numbers beating the smaller numbers. So there's a little more parity on the women's side as well. No, it's definitely gotten. Yeah, I think this year there's been more parity than I've ever seen on the women's side. And looking at this, another surprise was Iowa. I thought Iowa was a team who could make mm-hmm. you know a nice run there. Uh, but look, this this is great for the game, and we talk about the transfer portal all the time and how it benefits you know football, it benefits men's basketball, but it's really starting to benefit women's basketball as well. And I think it's going to be the best thing that could happen to the sport. Uh, you have more and more um, really solid coaches getting involved in the game, and more and more programs who are on the rise. So it, it's it's great across the board, and I think we're going to see more and more parity as the years come and, uh, go on. Hey, look, Ward, we uh, we give the NCAA grief, and rightfully so, because they deserve it. Uh, but they did do one thing right. With, with all the COVID situations and and creating the super senior and, and, and the redshirt situation, I know that, that that's kind of created a logjam, but it's also given kids a, an opportunity to compete and be a part of this tournament. And I think that has had a lot to do with uh, the the – the, the parody that we're seeing on both sides. and There's no doubt. And, and, again, they do some of the dumbest things, but this is one I think they got they actually got right. I do, too. I, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't think at the time that it was going to be a good thing, uh, and, and I'm not sure that it totally is the logjam that it's created because it's, it's disadvantaged some high school kids coming out. I mean, it's, it's limited them to – where they can go and what they can do because of the log jam that it's created. So that's unfair for, for those youngsters, but it gave these guys an opportunity to compete in that year that they lost in, in most cases. So um, overall, I think it'll work itself out uh, and, and we'll get through this, this wash cycle and you won't have the super seniors. You won't have, the other opportunities of, of missing out on the high school students. But I think it's opened the door even wider for the transfer portal because coaches have realized, hey, I, I can fill a hole here and, and immediately impact my team and, and make them better. And in basketball, it's more impactful than it is any other sport across the board. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can go get a player out of the portal that you don't have to worry about developing. You know, they could you could plug and play right away, and, and that's definitely helped a lot of these teams. You know, just kind of stay afloat and then just emerge. I mean, when you look at LSU, for instance, they had nothing; they were awful. You know, but you're able to bring in some people in the transfer portal and make a run to the Sweet Sixteen, and, and as well as Baylor, 
you were able to hold on to an Alyssa. You were able to get some players to come over. And, you know, I think that's just kind of where we're at right now. And, and, and in basketball, to your point, Ward, when you when you play five and need 12, you go get two people, two really good people that can help you. That turns your basketball ter- program around immediately. Well, and it's done another thing for college basketball. It's created that parity that we were missing for so many years because of the one-and-dones. I mean, you know, you kept looking at – you know, Kentucky or, or Kansas or just, you know, pick pick your poison who, you know, were notorious for filling in with, you know, five freshmen. And, and look at Michigan, the five. five. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't stay there. They they came in, played for a national championship and bolted, you know, and that, that was how college basketball was built. And I think it hurt the sport and a lot of people were dis interested in in college basketball because of that fact now you have teams that that can either hang on to those players or hang on to a couple of them and turn that transfer portal into a recruiting tool because of what Gary just said you don't have to develop them you don't have to bring them from the ground up and you know that you know you're going to be able to make a run at whatever conference you're in and that's what you have to do if you can make a run in your conference it gives you an opportunity to compete in the NCAA. If in if you bring those those players that that are developed and ready to go, it it also allows you to go get some of those freshmen and, and let those freshmen develop and be a part of it, and gives you a balance within your roster. In uh, you know, and I think as time goes on, I, I think you're going to see it, it just kind of evolve back to. From a from a roster standpoint, where it is, I know that we have some log jams and things like that. But I think as time goes on, and you know, uh, I, I heard the, uh, the the South Dakota coach say the other night, you know, that a couple of her players couldn't come back because of their career path. They were going to be nurses, and they had to go on and do do their thing. You're going to see well, family they, obligations they, and all kinds of different things well, send you, you down the path. Well, you run out of classes to take. I mean, you got your masters. What are you going to do for another masters? I mean, there's some dual yeah. masters class. Students out there right now, because of the log gym that they're in, they have to take classes. So, you know, I'll go get a master's in this while I'm here. And that's not going to be the case going forward. That opportunity is not going to continue to be there. And you're going to see also, I mean, we've already seen it. Some coaches look at guys that are, you know, fifth-year seniors that they look at and they go, hey, man, I've got this freshman coming in. You're going to have to go find somewhere else because I don't I, – I can't continue to – support your scholarship so adios we'll see you later i've got a fab freshman coming in that's going to take your place and then what does he do he transfers and so i you know you're going to see it start to thin out a little bit because of that and coaches are going to look at especially in football they're going to look at some of these players and go hey man i just don't have room for you i mean i'm trying to build a program here and football is is all about you know, from year to year to year to build that thing and keep it going and keep it rolling. And in football, a lot of cases, you got to get younger at that position. You just do to be able to compete. And so guys are going to get left behind. They're going to get pushed out the door. And, and, and right now, when you look out on the field or, or look particularly in basketball this year, you and you look and you go, hang on a second, look at that. that that's a 22, 23-year-old playing against an 18-year-old. And so there are some maturity differences as well. But I think that will will take care of itself. I think it will eventually evolve. And and, and as you pointed out, for for a number of reasons, you'll see that thing kind of uh, 
kind of clean itself up. All right, it's, uh, 845. We're 15 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer, including disability and veterans. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. 
Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254 730 Roof. That's 730 7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor basketball assistant Jerome Tang has been named the head basketball coach at Kansas State. Tang came to Baylor with Scott Drew in 2003. Baylor Baseball at home tonight hosting UTSA. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas with the pregame starting at 6.15. Baylor Softball also in town for a doubleheader starting at 5 against Tarleton. You can hear those games on Cool 101. With a record of 20 wins, 6 losses, and a tie, the MCC baseball team is ranked 4th this week by the National Junior College Office. The MCC softball team is 28-4 and and ranked 7th this week in their poll. For the first time in 30 years, Phil Mickelson will not take part in the Masters. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.52, we're eight minutes away from nine. This is game time and time for the grab bag. Coming up tonight, we have got college baseball for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. It is Baylor and the Roadrunners of UTSA. 6.15 for the broadcast, 6.30 for the first pitch. Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd on the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. I think you can even watch it tonight on um, ESPN Plus and Big 12 now with John and Pat Combs. So that'll be fun as well. So uh, you can check that out. And uh, again, that'll be coming up tonight. 6.15 for the pregame, 6.30 for the uh, first pitch. One cool note, I was just looking at some of the uh, some of the notes uh, put together by Max Calderon. And uh, did you realize that Baylor ranks uh, leads the Big 12 and ranks fourth in the nation in uh, in double plays turn. They have turned 20 double plays. So that goes to show that their middle infield is outstanding. Outstanding. I no and, and yeah, 20 double plays already and uh, fourth of the nation in double plays turn. So, hey, look, that can that can get pitchers out of jams in a hurry when you can throw that double play ball and, and get out of the inning. So good stuff there. Uh, the rest of the league, there's a bunch of games tonight. Marshall's at West Virginia. Uh, Oklahoma will play at Wichita State. Oklahoma State is at Oral Roberts. Air Force will visit Kansas State. TCU is at Abilene Christian. Uh, as we mentioned, Baylor will host UTSA. Central Arkansas is down in Austin to take on the Longhorns. And then uh, uh, Cal Baptist is at uh, Texas Tech. So there you go. That is what's going on tonight. And then Wednesday, Air Force in Kansas State and Kansas and Wichita State. So they're playing a kind of a double-dip midweek situation. Uh, this weekend, it is a full slate of games in conference. You know, last weekend, it was just Baylor and TCU opening up conference play, and the Frogs taking two or three. This weekend, there's one non-conference series, and that's Youngstown State at West Virginia, but everything else is within the league. Kansas will be at Oklahoma State. TCU will entertain Kansas State. Baylor heads uh, north to Norman to take on the Sooners, 
and the Longhorns. And, uh, well, they're going to be out in Lubbock to take on the Red Raiders. That is going to be two Ooh. versus 16 uh, in two really good programs. And, of course, Ward, as you know, Tech plays really well at home. Yeah, they do. As, you know, so. That'll be interesting. I, I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that series. That's going to be a great one. All right. Uh, softball tonight, uh, it's a double dip. Baylor and Tarleton State, 445 for the warm-up, 5 o'clock for the first pitch, and you can catch that game on uh, Cool 101.3 FM. So uh, that, that should be a lot of fun as they play a doubleheader. And then they are going to head north to play Oklahoma in a three-game series uh, up in Norman. So you'll have both baseball and softball in Norman to take on uh, the Sooners uh, this weekend. Uh, let's see one other quick note. And I want to, yeah, I know we're running up against the clock. I wanted to get, uh, Phil Mickelson is not going to participate in the uh, masters. Get that in there. Ward, I want to get your thoughts here real quick. Free agent, right hander, Garrett Richard signs a one-year deal with the Texas Rangers. So they, they go get an arm, uh, not a starter. He used to be, but uh, he's a guy they can use in several different ways. Yeah, they've got to find a way to bolster that bullpen and they got to find a way to get their starters to go longer. If they can do that, they might have. A little something cooking in Arlington, but it's going to be, you know, that's that's the telltale. What do they do with their arms? Absolutely. Hey, that is going to do it for us. Many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Again, John Morse coming up at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon with Jerome Tang on the program. And then uh, at 4 o'clock, it is Matt Mosley. For Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.